podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Pochettino out, Mourinho in. Daniel Levy has taken decisive action to turn around Tottenham's poor start to the season. The Champions League final back in June, now just a distant memory. There were less than 12 hours between the announcements of Pochettino being sacked and Jose replacing him. Spurs not wasting any time. But have they got the right man? Mourinho generally has an immediate positive impact wherever he goes. And with two-thirds of the season to go, 11 points off the Champions League places might not seem that much. Pochettino was loved at Tottenham, but he leaves the club having failed to win a trophy. Jose has a proven track record of delivering silverware, and he's not shy about reminding people. You know what this means? Three nil. But also means three premierships, and I won more premierships alone than the other 19 managers together. Three for me and two for them. Respect, 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 man, respect, respect. Despite Harry Kane and Deli Alley paying tribute to Pochettino, rumours were growing of unrest within the Spurs squad. And Daniel Levy says Mourinho will bring energy and belief to the dressing room. But disharmony within the dressing room at Old Trafford was a recurring theme during Mourinho's time at Manchester United. His relationship with star players like Paul Pogba under intense scrutiny. Only truth is that I made the decision of uh, Paul not to be the second captain anymore. Transfer funds now will be key. Mourinho has spent big in the past and has been unhappy when he felt he wasn't backed by the board. Probably football managers should be called now more um, head coaches. Pochettino also spoke out about not having enough money to spend, but he generally just had to deal with it at Tottenham. Maybe the club need to change my title description now. No, because my job now is to coach the, the team. Finally, maybe most importantly, he may have to win over some of the fans. Tottenham have been here before, of course, when they appointed Arsenal legend George Graham as manager. Now they've chosen someone who became a superstar at another one of their bitter rivals. Chelsea supporters appeared to tolerate his move to Old Trafford, but this may just be a little too much for them. Would I celebrate like crazy? My team goal at Stamford Bridge or my team victory at Stamford Bridge? I don't think so. I think I would try always to control myself and um, to respect the stadium and to respect uh, the supporters that were uh, my supporters and my stadium for many, for many years. Unlike Pochettino, George Graham won a trophy during his time at Spurs. If Mourinho can deliver success, and that may be all that matters. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Last Word on Spurs show here on Patreon as we discuss Jose Mourinho being appointed Tottenham Hotspur's new head coach. Yes, you heard it. Jose Mourinho, Tottenham Hotspur's new head coach. And we are getting instant reaction from Jason McGovern, Lee McQueen and Chris Cowlin. Enjoy the show. Jace, excited? Nope. Move on. Okay. Pleased to also have back on the show Chris Carlin. Chris, how are you feeling? Feeling a lot better than yesterday. Yeah, that's good to hear. We've got the buzzy, the wonderful Lee McQueen back. Lee, how are you feeling? Oh, clearly a lot better than Jace. <laughs> uh, to be fair, look, I mean, it's, it's been a whirlwind, isn't it? I mean, that's, that word's been banded around so much on throughout the media all day and through all of the stuff that uh, us uh, guys, six of us uh, from the last World of Spurs have been getting involved with today. And it has been a whirlwind. I can't believe, you know, just literally, what, 24 hours ago, we were just getting the news breaking to us that it, it, Poch had gone and haven't got Jose Mourinho. Crazy world of football, mate. Okay, it's a crazy world. We'll get straight into the appointment then because Spurs announced that they are delighted to confirm Jose Mourinho as the head coach on a contract that runs until the end of the 22-23 season. Jose is one of the world's most accomplished managers, having won 25 senior trophies. He's renowned for his tactical prowess and has managed, as we know, the likes of Porto, Inter Milan, Chelsea, Real Madrid, Man United, and he has won a domestic title in a record four different countries, Portugal, England, Italy and Spain. And he's only one of three managers to have won the UEFA Champions League twice with two clubs. That was back in 2004 with Porto and Inter Milan in 2010. And he was also a three-time Premier League champion with Chelsea 2005, 2006, 2015. So, Jace, what are you unhappy about? No, not the best news for me because 
you know, part of me being a Spurs fan has always been the, the style and the and the class and the, the core values of the club and the I've always bought into the to dare is to do's and the, the game's about glory, it's about doing things in style and uh, and so for me, you know, the fact he might win a pot and I say he might win, I'm certainly not gonna say he's guaranteed to win. He might win a pot in eighteen or sixteen months time when when that caramel cup final comes around, the first one he can be in. And by then I'll be bored rigid probably of the football, be bored rigid of going to Newcastle for an away game and having the bus parked and trying to nick a 1-0 win in a quarter-final. And, and it just feels like feels like we've taken out a Wonga loan to, to win the Carabao Cup for me. So, no, not... You know, I understand the reasons the club's done it. I can understand the excitement of, of some supporters. But for me, every core value, every principle that I hold to the club has disappeared with his, with his appointment. Just before I do bring Chris in, Jace, what can he do to change your mind? Can he do anything to change your mind? He can. He can resign. Honestly, you mean that? That's the only thing he can do to change your mind? <laughs> yeah. He can resign. But there's nothing he can do in terms of performances on the pitch, our style of play, that would make you think he could adapt and change your view. Oh, yeah, he can try and play wonderful football. But it's not going to happen, mate. It's not going to happen. So uh, I just don't see it. Okay. I mean, I hear his comments today and he's talking about the youth players and I think, you, you're two-faced lying bastard as soon as I hear it because he's got no interest in youth team players. OK, I mean, Chris, let's bring you in. Commented on the appointment, Chairman Daniel Levy said, in Jose, we have one of the world's most successful managers in football. He has a wealth of experience. He can inspire teams and is a great tactician. He has won honours at every club he has coached. We believe he will bring energy and belief to the dressing room. What do you reckon that last point, Chris? energy and belief to the dressing room well i think he will i think that um you know we're uh we're, we're at a low at the moment 2019 has not been um a particularly good year for tottenham uh, domestically yes we got to the champions league football um we can talk about you know the lack of investment and and all of that but um premier league football throughout 2019 is not what we uh, expect not what we were used to um under pochettino and something was clearly wrong um, the club made the choice to to, to make the change. Um, and if you think about it, who else um, better out there is there to replace Pochettino? Now, all of us Tottenham fans, we, we support Tottenham, uh, you know, throughout our whole life. You know, it, it's, it's a, a, a huge passion of ours and we want to win trophies. And football is about the glory and it is about winning trophies. You know, we haven't won a, a league since 1961. We haven't won an, an FA Cup since 91. We haven't won a League Cup since 2008. And we haven't won a European trophy since 84. All of these trophies are way overdue. And if there's any person in the world right now who can manage the football club, and bring us a trophy, surely it is Jose Mourinho. Yes, I'm very disappointed that um, Maurizio Pochettino left, but when you're talking about trophies and you want in trophies, you know, we want to go to Wembley, we want to lift an FA Cup, we want to win, win a League Cup, we want to be in the top four and even challenging for the Premier League title and the Champions League. If there's anyone who's going to do that, then surely Jose Mourinho is the person to do it. And he has even said that he is going to bring passion and happiness to the club. And, you know, we all need to respect that. We need to respect the, the club's decision. Some of us don't like it. Some of us do. Um, but you need, to, you need to back the club and back the manager. And uh, let's hope that he starts with three points at the London Stadium this Saturday. Yeah, now for some, they will find this show heavily Jose Mourinho dominated. We did do a podcast only last night on Maurizio Pochettino, his tenure at the football club. So please allow us. This will be obviously heavily dominated by the new appointment. I think what I do want to say, Lee, just going back to Maurizio for a second, is that without the foundations he put in place, there is absolutely no way Tottenham Hotspur would have attracted a manager in the calibre of Jose Mourinho to the football club. I think that's why it's so surreal, Rick and the lads. Uh, evening, everybody. Um, I think I think I think it's that's why it's so surreal because I just I can't get my head around it. When Chris, when you posted that uh, of him holding up the uh, Jose Mourinho holding up the shirt earlier, it looked like it was superimposed. It, it just felt weird. Um, so I'm still getting my head around that, and you know I've got to caveat everything that I'm going to say to the to the point of I love Potticino. I, I didn't want him to go. 
if it was my decision, and probably thank God for most Spurs fans, it isn't my decision, but if it was my decision, he'd still be at the football club. Um, but he isn't, and therefore we have to look forward. And, and I can't disagree with Chris on this one, I'm afraid, Chase. I, I, I do, I've written down some pros and cons. I've got my little book here that all, all the love sport radio viewers from YouTube and whatever know that I've got my little stats book in front of me. And I've just had a little look at Jose and, you know, Rick, you, you talked about some of his, his positive stats. Have a look at some of his cons. He's grumpy. He's an out-of-date manager. Uh, he needs serious cash to build winning teams. He spent $400 million top line at United, and he was there less than three years. $400 million. He's never getting that. No matter what Levy has said to him to sort of get him to sign on the dotted line, he ain't getting no $400 million. He spent $400 million in two stints at Chelsea. Granted, one of the, the second time around, it was only a net spend of something like 70 million, but it, even so, he still spent, shelled out over 400 million during that period of time. With, with a with a multi a, a, a multi billionaire owner that was just giving out uh, cash for fun for players, he's never going to get that at Tottenham. So that's a massive issue. Um, he parks the bus, as Jay says, the boring football. I mean, I could not stand AVB when he come uh, the, the football club and the sideways passing them backwards, and you're going to get some of that. Um, with Jose but equally like some might say that you you kind of need some of that a little bit just to, to, to stop the rot maybe I don't know uh, 100% fall out with a chairman like it is an absolute guarantee and, and, and also what's a guarantee is he definitely will not see out that three and a half years on his contract so, so for you Lee it sounds like it's not the best appointment in your eyes no not at all because when you look at my prose page on my little stats book you, you can't ignore it. He's a world-class manager. 20 old trophies, as you said, 20 proper trophies. World name. He's an absolute winner. He's got the new energy to prove because he, in, in lots, lots of people, he's failed at United. So we're going to get the, the buzz of that. Two Champions, uh, two Champions Leagues. He, he owned the record up until last season for the most points scored in the Premier League season um, under, uh, under a club. And some of the other stats you pulled out earlier, which is amazing, but one, one that most people might, might have missed, 77 home games in the Premier League unbeaten is a record still. You know, can you imagine that down the new White Hart Lane? That, that that place is a fortress. And and I've got to be honest, I was massively impressed with his interview that he did with Spurs TV earlier today, talking about stop being humble and saying it's a good stadium. It is the best stadium. You know, the he's saying all the right things, and therefore he's a PR master. He's a global name. The sponsorship is selling the business side of it, and then that's why I say where Jason's coming from about we've sold sold it out to Wonga. But but at the end of the day. This guy is going to win his trophies. A hundred, I, I, it's almost guaranteed he's going to win the trophy. And does that make you feel, Lee? You say that he's guaranteed to win the trophy. Would that make you happy then? Could you sacrifice the style of football for that, Lee? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because it, I'm still processing the Pochettino thing. But I have to be honest. I have to be honest. that There is a part of my... my, my I think where I'm going to be honest is this. I don't think we could have hired... Or, or, or got somebody else better than Jose Mourinho in this scenario. If he'd have gone for, for example, if Levy had pushed the button on Poch and then gone and got an Eddie Howe or a, a, a Gareth Southgate, no disrespect, or you know, um, you know, one of these up and coming managers, we'd have all been like, "What on earth?" But he's gone out and said, "Right, I want to win something. This is our time. Here you go." And he's put his money where his mouth is. Well, he's paying fifteen million pounds a year. That is mental money. Um, and, and he's and he shelled it out and he's also got to pay pay Potch off as well. So he's he's putting the money where his mouth is and let's see what happens. Jay, speaking on his appointment, Jose said, I'm excited to be joining a club with such great heritage, such passionate supporters. The quality in both the squad and the academy excites me. Working with these players is what has attracted me. He seems to be indicating there, Jason, again, I know you've already called him a liar for that line in terms of the academy. He's saying all the right things. I mean, we've even heard reports today that he has been on courses to improve his personality and the way he manages football clubs. Can you take anything from that at all, Jason? Because it is difficult. I understand where you're coming from. Have we sold ourselves to the devil here, I suppose, is what I'm going to be asking you. Well, I don't know what he's been on, but I mean, if he's been on courses to improve his of his methods, it just shows you how, how, how distasteful a lot of his methods are. I, I just look forward to, to moaning about referees and moaning about fixture lists and, and uh, 
the, the cupping of the year on the sideline and all the cameras on me and all the histrionics and the theatrics you have to put up with him. So, Jason, you know, has I, the board let you down then? So the board have let you down. That's how you see it for you. They've let you down on this appointment. Personally, yes. You know, I, I, like I said, I, I fully understand why everyone or it seems so many people are overjoyed by it. I think it's uh, it's the profile of manager everyone wanted. We've talked about the, the need to bring in somebody that can handle big egos because we all thought that was a criticism of Potts. He didn't like leaders. He didn't like the big egos. Jose will bring, bring that type of thing. He may well bring the character of the people to the club that we need. He may well bring lots of trophies to the club. And so, you know, I, I get everyone's excitement of that. It's just personally for me, it's not what I want to see at my football club. And, and that's a, you know, I love Bill Nick's days. I love the Keith Birkinshaw days. I despised watching Tottenham beat Leicester in a cup final where we stunk the final out. And I, you know, I took no pleasure in 2008 of watching 30 weeks of absolute dross to win, to win a Carabao Cup. And I'd sooner have last season than 2008. Now, that, that's me personally. And, and before everyone says, but it's about winning trophies... I get that. I get it. You know, I, I fully understand that. And I really, really want us to win trophies. But I want us to win them the Bill Nick way, the Arthur Rowe way, the Keith Birkinshaw way, and not the George Graham, Wanley Ramos, Jose Mourinho way. Can you do that today, Jace, with the managers that are available out there, the limited managers that are available? Uh, uh, I've got a feeling Pep Guardiola and Klopp seem to be able to win trophies without boring the pants off people every week, without having to park a bus every week. You know, I think Tuchel at PSG will play fantastic football. You know, there's plenty of people out there that play fantastic football who win trophies. You don't have to park a bus and be pragmatic to win a trophy. Chris, we're led to believe, again, reports have indicated that Jose Mourinho, as I mentioned earlier, has been working on his image whilst out of a job and is ready to present a calmer, less controversial persona whilst managing Tottenham. How much do you buy that? Do you know, I'm very impressed by that. He's a 56-year-old Portuguese manager who has been there, done it, and and got the T-shirt and won the whole lot. And for him to want to improve himself constantly, year in, year out, um, you know, to take to take a club like Tottenham, um, who he knows that haven't won a trophy for a very long time, this is a huge job for him, and this is a, a huge chance to really prove himself that he is the special one and he can do it again. Now, he took Chelsea to three league titles. He took them to a Champions League final and won. Now, when he goes into games, and and we we know as Tottenham fans over the last ten or so years. The semi-finals would get in. We always foul at that hurdle and, and, we, and we never seem to, to get over the edge and get over that line to actually win us a trophy. And I think that if there is anyone out there, he is the person to do it. Now, it's funny, only a few weeks ago on Love Sport Radio, both me and you, Ricky, said that if Pochettino left, who would be the ideal replacement? And both of us reluctantly said Jose Mourinho. And I know Jason didn't like that then and, and, and said that he probably <laughs> wouldn't go, go to the ground again if that was the case. But you've got to look and, uh, you know, his overall record, which is absolutely superb. And I'm not, ju- do you know what? I'm not judging Jose Mourinho yet because we haven't played a game of football. He's been um, at the club for less than 24 hours. From what I've seen and heard from him so far, um, I've been very impressed. It'd be very interesting to see um, how much money uh, he would be given uh, you know, to spend. And it would be interesting to see the, the, the style of football that we play. And I know a lot of people are expecting us to, to park the bus, as Jace has just said. Um, but you never know. It could be the, the, the lovely style of football that they played at, at Chelsea when he first joined and, uh, and won them all those trophies. I mean, he, he did play some outrageous football at Chelsea the first time out. You know, he had Robin... Uh, bombing down the wing, you had um, uh, you know scoring goals uh, for fun at some points. I mean, I think I don't have him in front of me, so forgive me. But I think the year they won the title, winning ninety-five points, I think they scored over a hundred goals, and they only conceded something like twenty or eighteen goals that season. So yeah, there's a pra- pragmatic defensive approach, but they still scored a hundred goals. I mean, they were putting teams to the sword four, five, six nil. So, but then you look at the Man United situation and yeah he won the Europa League and he won the League Cup 
but my God, did he board a pants with everyone? And, 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 and that was part of the issue. So it's a difficult one because you don't know which Jose you're going to get. He's smiling a lot at the moment. He's saying all the right things. What I said earlier, he's a PR master. Um, you know, so he's saying all the right things. But again, I have to agree with Chris on that in terms of let's not judge him yet. Let's see what he can do. I still can't believe after all the comments that he's made in the past about Tottenham and, you know, you know, going to Chelsea and being a, being a Chelsea legend. Well, let's be honest. Jose Mourinho is a Chelsea legend. He's actually come to our club. I still can't believe he's, our, he's, he's going to be our manager. And he is our manager. So we've got to get behind him to a certain degree. I'm going to get behind him. I'm going to see how it goes. If he starts winning football manage, uh, man, uh, football matches, sorry, uh, and we start climbing up the table and he puts trophies in the cabinet, then um, maybe you can stomach a bit of pragmatic football. Jace, I understand from your perspective that you don't like the appointment. I get that. But he has changed his coaching style from what he has had previously. Lille officially confirmed that they have reached an agreement with Tottenham to release Yao, Sacramento and Nuno Santos to join the new coaching staff team under Jose Mourinho. Does that tell you anything, Jace, that he's trying to learn from his mistakes? I know you don't like the appointment, but just on the change of coaching staff, what does that tell you? You know, with, with great respect, I don't know the two coaches. I don't watch Lille and, uh, you know, I'm sure they're, they're excellent coaches. He, uh, he is a fantastic manager. I, I, I wouldn't dispute that. He's, he's perhaps one of the top three managers in the world. And the fact that Tottenham have been able to go out and get him as a football club, it, is, 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 it says a lot for us. It says a lot for Daniel Levy. It says a lot about the club's hope to, to convert promise into trophies. You know, I, I get all of that. But, you know, we've mocked him for his style. We've mocked him for his mannerisms. We've, we've you know, we've mocked him for the way he criticised his own set of supporters. And suddenly we're, we're falling all over him. And, and I just think it's it's hypocritical. We, you know, let's be fair about it. None of us have, we might have respected him, but none of us have had too much time for him since he walked into English football. And then all of a sudden, I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be jumping for joy that this man's running my football club. And, in a week where we interviewed Steve Perryman, I can't think of anyone further away from Tottenham Hotspur and Steve Perryman than Jose Mourinho. It's it's, it's just a personal personal thing for me. It's a, it's a real thing. We'll give it time. We'll we'll see how it goes. But you know, it will take a lot to convince me that that it's not all about Jose Mourinho. That the main vehicle for him is not Jose Mourinho's ego. We'll see if if Tottenham Hotspur really is the top priority or whether it remains to be. Jose Mourinho is the top priority. What do you think, Rick? Because we, we haven't got your view really on it because you are the question. So, same question to you. What, what's your thoughts on Jose Mourinho? Well, I'm excited by the appointment. I think, as I, me, and, me and Chris discussed a couple of weeks ago, if you asked me to drop a short list of who I would like to come in to replace Mourinho, even though I thought he was going to be given more time, Jose Mourinho would have been at the very top of that list for me. As I've said on numerous <laughs> shows today, he's a proven winner. He does get the best out of players on occasions. I know Jason will come in there and tell me otherwise. Whatever country he's been at has won trophies. A proven track record. Managed top players. Attracts top players. There are a lot of pros. And I'm not going to get away from the fact that there are a lot of negatives as well. But for me, he is the best possible appointment out there to take Tottenham to the next level. This is a manager that commands respect the minute he goes into that dressing room. And we've already seen the way... That, I know it's early days how he was laughing around with Deli Ali, Harry Kane, Hoon Min Son in training. Everybody was fearful that these guys might want away. I know it's only day one. I know there's a long way to go. But this man has got something about him that players buy into. Frank Lampard is managing Chelsea today, and he wouldn't be if he wasn't at the time playing under Jose Mourinho. This man makes players and makes them world-class. Don't mistake that. There is a query over just how far he can take youth players because that is a big part of Tottenham's culture, bringing through the youth. That is a question mark that we're only going to have to see in time. But for me, I'm excited about the appointment, and I think we have to get behind the man. And just to go back to you, Jace, for a second, whilst you're not behind the appointment, there are some fans that think exactly the same as you and might stay away from games. What would your message be to those fans? Because I'm sure, although you don't back Jose Mourinho, you back Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, don't you? Of course you do, and, and everyone has to make up their own mind, um, and they're entitled to do it. And, and as I say, I'm sure I'll get pelters, and people say, "Oh, you know, you're living in the past, and things like that." But 
But as I say, I have my my core beliefs and my core values, and I feel like we've we've sold those out today. It, it's not that I don't want the trophies because I absolutely want the trophies. But I've, I've, you know, like I say, we have to for me adhere to the standards that that have been there since when I first started support the club, and and I don't see why I should have to drop my principles just because I'm that desperate to win a league cup. It, it just doesn't work with me. But you know, fans, absolutely. I mean. You know, I'd go to the stadium. I won't sing his name probably for for quite some time. Uh, hopefully, the style of football and, and everything will prove me wrong and and such. And then maybe I'll I'll join in the excitement. And do you know what? If he gets a style of football right, I won't care if he doesn't win us a trophy. It, it won't bother me one little bit in that case. I want to win them, but it won't bother me if he doesn't. If the style of football is right. And as I said to you, for me, when we're paying you know, 65, 75, 85 pounds a game, I want that money to feel like it's well spent. And, you know, if, if I go to a Michelin restaurant and I have a crap meal, I don't go back there. I don't think, oh, but it's one of Michelin star. I must go back there again because it's one of Michelin star. But if it's a crap meal, I don't want to go again. And it, it's as simple as that, mate. Do you think, Jace, after he wins the FA Cup and the Champions League this season, he could prove you wrong? Uh, well, we probably won't win those things. So, you know, <laughs> like I say, I think the first thing he can probably win is the League Cup in 16 months' time. You know, I, I, I accept that he's won trophies everywhere. The last couple of years, it didn't happen at Man United because there is one huge, huge domestic force now in place. And, and we have to accept that. And as Mourinho really juggernauted Chelsea into that position 10 years ago or 15 years ago, whenever it was. And now he's having to respond. And you saw it at Manchester United. You saw it with, I mean, let's be fair, Alexis Sanchez. What a fantastic signing what that should have been. It became a disaster. Eric Bailly became a disaster. You know, what, what did he do to Luke Shaw? You know, he bought Fred and he ended up having to play Scott McTominay. I mean, the, the, the role of failure at Manchester United with him is huge. And so, you know... Like I say, wish him all the best at Tottenham. I hope everyone gets what they want from it. But it's just not personally for me. No, that's fair. And listen, you're more entitled to that opinion. Chris, I have to ask you, the club look like they're in talks, discussions over potentially a sporting director, Louis Campo. We understand he's close friends with Jose Mourinho. He's the man who has launched the careers of players such as Fabinho, Bernardo Silva, Thomas Lamar, Anthony Martial, Nicolas Pepe. It seems an all-change approach from Tottenham. Does that surprise you? Yeah, I think uh, Jose Mourinho will want all of his own people in. I think that um, he, he will, you know, certainly today, he's appointed all of his uh, backroom staff. Um, all of uh, Poch's people have all gone, uh, you know, naturally. And, um, you know, he's going to want his own clientele in there. And uh, I think that a lot of players will go as well um, in the January transfer window. It will be interesting to see how much money that um, he spends in January, if any. Um, but a, 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 a director of football, um, is it a good idea? I'm not so sure. Um, but You've got to you've got to back the manager. You know, at the end of the day, we all support Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, and we've all got to back the manager. You know, we're not going to change it. Um, we're not going to change the manager, whether we like it or not. So we we've got to just go with it and uh, and back anything the manager wants to do. Lee, I also ask you the same question because highly respected sporting director Louis Campo, as I just mentioned to Chris, is apparently open to the idea of joining Tottenham and working again with Jose Mourinho. What's your thoughts on that? Because we've seen in the past with Tottenham sporting directors, they haven't gone down too well, as we don't need reminding. Franco Baldini, Frank Arneson walked out on us for Chelsea. What's your feeling on the all-change at Tottenham potentially yeah. here? Damien Camoli as well. He ended up at Liverpool. Yeah, Damien Camoli, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think I think Daniel Levy has always wanted uh, that that structure in place. I think he's 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 a visionary in in a sense of you know moving things forward. He, he tried to get that in uh, at Tottenham, uh, or he did put that in at Tottenham before lots of other Premier League clubs did. Um, and I, I think when Harry Redknapp come uh, on board, which I was very delighted about, by the way, that, that appointment, um, that that was a key thing that Harry said. I don't want to, I don't want to sport and direct. I want to do it my own. You know, old school. Well, I want to be the manager. And I think that's when it changed slightly. And then, of course, Levy got involved with the transfers uh, himself. Um, so, so I'd, I'd be looking at yeah, Jose might want want um, uh, this this chap in, but does Daniel Levy? Because Dan, I think Daniel Levy likes the whole 
bit of you know negotiation, the limelight, there's hard, you know, I'm I'm the guy that gets the transfers in. It'd be absolutely fascinating, wouldn't it, to be a fly on the wall in that meeting when they're both sitting in front of each other saying, right, Jose's sitting there and he's going, right, I want, I'll sign for this club, but I want 600 million war chests. And, and Daniel's kind of like, yeah, yeah, of course you can, fella. But once you've signed, you're only getting 20 quid. Because, you know, it, it's, it's, it, I, I, I still can't fathom that marriage. That's the point. I think that's where, where Jason's coming from as well. I, I, I still can't fathom that marriage of these two. Um, if he comes in in the short term, which is the one good comment from, from Jace, if he comes in the short term, wins us a couple of trophies like he did at Man United and then leaves, we're going to be in the same situation as we are now, but maybe worse off because probably half the, the big boys' players would have gone. So um, I, I can see both sides of it, but I, I think a director of football for, for us probably suits the where, where, where he wants to be with the club. I think Daniel Levy's not opposed to that and I think Jose needs it. So, that's why he's coming as a head coach, isn't it? Rather than a manager of the full. That's the role that we've we've really lacked through that stadium build. I think, you know, I think if we'd have had a director in football in place, the, the events of yesterday may may never have had to take place. I think, you know, a, a director of football working closely with a manager with, with a licence to do the business that a director of football should do, then I think a lot of the, the negativity and toxicity in that squad would have been got rid of in the summer. And we may well be sitting in a, in a much healthier position without being in Interesting. This. Interesting. So I think, you know, in fairness to Mourinho, I would hope that we do get a director of football in because I think if you, if you, you know, when you make mistakes in life, you have to learn the lessons from them. And, and Daniel has to learn the lessons that in the last couple of years, he perhaps understandably was far busier building the stadium, which, which obviously took what best part of a year longer than, than, than he'd originally planned it to be. And I think, you know, the club's record revenue went up. We're talking about naming rights. We're doing NFL deals and things like that. And there was obviously less time in the day for Daniel to really have his eye close to the ball in terms of the football matters. And I think it left Poch pretty isolated and it left his team isolated. And I feel sad for, for Poch in that way. So for me, I think a director of football should be it. And I hope the two of them will pick it. I hope Daniel Levy doesn't impose it on Mourinho. I hope Mourinho has a say in it. And then when that director of football takes place, I hope Daniel lets him be the director of football. Well, that was my question for you, Jace. Can, and this is a big question here, can Daniel Levy take a step back? Because I think that's always been the concern, that he always likes to be involved. Can he take that step back and allow a sporting director to have that control? We've seen it in the past, it's not worked in every scenario where it's been Frank Carlson, Damian Camoli, it just hasn't worked, has it? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I think he allowed Camoli a, a decent thing. For me, it should work that, that, you know, the director of football sits down with him at the start of the season and they agree a budget, a spending budget. Whatever that budget is, it can be 500 million, it can be 50 million, whatever that budget is. And that the director of football gets that budget and he's then he's allowed to spend that budget exactly as he wishes. So if he sees a player that he thinks is worth 20 million, but he wants to spend 30 million on him, he can go and spend 30 million on him as long as he realises that's 10 million less he's got to spend on somebody else and that he can't just go and spend the extra 10 million on, on, the, on the next 10 players. But once Daniel agrees that budget, he steps back and allows the, board, the, 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 the football director to, to implement that budget himself. And, and that's the way I'd like it to be. But uh, I think Daniel has got too involved and, and certainly I think he left him high and dry with, with the number of players and the, the number of outs that he didn't, he didn't get through. Do, do you think, just, just on that, just quickly, I think it's a fantastic point. Do you think that the players' contract situation, the likes of Vertonga and Alderweireld, maybe not so much Toby because he's been around for on this contract thing for ages, but certainly Ericsson, do, do you think that... that contract situation may be different if we'd have had a director of football in place because there's no doubt that um, that he took his, his, his off the ball because of the stadium build I completely agree with that so if you think about it, if the director of football is in charge of football matters would he have been sitting down along with a manager trying to sort out these contracts well again I think Lee it's a case of you know that's your budget and you have 2.5 you know million pounds a week or 4.5 million pounds a week to spend on wages and that's it and then if, if the director of football says, well, I'm going to give Kane three million a week, that's fine. Give Kane the three million a week. But then, you know, you've only got one and a half million a week left. 
for the others. But it, it's up to the director of football to make that to, to to make those decisions. And that's it for me. Daniel can still control the overall outcome. He still says that's what we've got in the club. That's how much you can spend on wages. And then it's to the director of football to decide how you spend that on wages. Well, I want to ask you, Chris, as we look to wrap the show up here, is there any chance that some of those want-away players suddenly have a change of heart? This is a very big statement for me to make here. I know you shouldn't always go off the back of a two-minute interview, but I thought it was very telling, Toby Adavira's interview with Sky on the evening of where Maurizio Pochettino was sacked. He didn't come across to me too disappointed. I know that's very difficult to tell and make that judgment just by a two-minute video. But he's a man that, as we seem to be known, would like to have joined Man United during the period where Jose Mourinho was manager. Does this change Ericsson's future, Alderweireld of Vertonghen's future, Aurea's future? I won't say Danny Rose, I think Jace will definitely go by now. But tell me, what do you think, Chris? <laughs> I think that Ericsson will probably want to leave regardless. Um, I really do. I think he wants a new challenge. I don't think that that was, uh, that was false information. I think he wants a new challenge in a different country and he wants to try something new. And I fully respect him for that. Um, Toby and, and Jan, for instance, um, perhaps you know their circumstances might change. But that all depends on wh- whether Mourinho wants them there. Um, I can't see that if, if Danny Rose is, is saying the things that he has been in the past... Jose Mourinho is not going to put up with that. And, uh, you know, I think Mourinho will bring um, a sternness about him, you know, as manager. And he, he just doesn't put up with with any rubbish or any nonsense. So, um, you know, perhaps it would be a good thing, uh, you know, and, 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 and the strike force, for instance, you know, Harry Kane, we've been, we've been crying out for a backup striker. I can't see that Jose Mourinho will, uh, will not have a backup striker in place. And uh, and want to go out and spend money and uh, and have the right players in place, but I think there will be a lot of changes at Tottenham Hotspur Football Club in the next six to twelve months. Okay, Dabala. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask. Maybe the next question here, and I know Jason's already thinking. God, he's already started with transfers. But Lee, do you think there will be massive changes in January for you on the playing staff? There is going to be. Uh, I think we all felt that Potts was going to be given money in January anyway to continue the, you know, the inverted commas rebuild. So I can't see how that's going to change. Uh, it, only for the more, even more cash because you've got a Jose in there. Um, I just want to make a quick comment on the agents because I think that because because Jose Mourinho is such a big name, he's got super agents. Yeah, so I just want to make a, a point actually on the agents because we've got uh, is it George Mendes for Jose Mourinho as his agent, and who's the agent that done the the broker deal for for it to happen? It's a far as a Harvey. So, yeah. so these are these are super agents, and you know we, we were just talking before. Like we Tottenham would never have been in this kind of company, for want of a better word, in these agents. And, ma- and maybe you talk about transfers, Rick. Maybe they're going to help us um, get some better type players or some bigger transfers through the club. Ma- maybe um, you know Levy has has decided that he's, he's going to relax his his views on work and with these types of agents or whatever because you know they're in the door now and that, and I think that's where that, that surreal comment comes from from with me and if you look at a club like Wolverhampton Wanderers who uh, I think it is George Mendes as well isn't it that he's got yeah. he's got a, um, a stake in the club or he's a shell or whatever they would have never have signed half of their squad without that kind of affiliation with the club so uh, I don't know what do you think Jace Chris do you think that's got something to do with it or It'll certainly be interesting to see what happens because, as you, you're right, I mean, Ruben Neves and people like that to, to pitch up your walls was was ridiculous. So he's there, and and that's why I say give a director of football so that Daniel doesn't have to get involved with uh, with the agents himself. I think that that has been a problem that if we wanted a top player and you were quoting a price of fifty million and the player wants hundred and fifty grand a week in wages. Daniel was prepared to do that, but then as soon as the agent said, "I'm taking a 20 million cut," it was it was a no deal. No, 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 I'm not I'm not paying your 20 million type of thing. So, I think you're right. Maybe maybe the fact that he's obviously probably had to deal with one, he's obviously had to deal with Zahavi, and and I'm sure George Mendes will be offering players like Mad into Mourinho's camp. Mourinho has a big record of buying George Mendes uh, represented players at all his clubs. Um, so maybe we will see a higher profile but the thing is that higher profile Daniel's still got to sign off on the, the wage packets and things like that of those players hopefully mm. he will yeah for sure hopefully he will do yeah. but 
you know, my, my first guess is that January will come round and we will make some signings. I'm sure we'll perhaps make more now than we would have done. And the first one will probably be a holding midfield player and the second one will probably be another centre-half. If we can't attract the biggest players in oh, Europe absolutely, now, with, 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 with the best stadium in the world, exactly what Jose Mourinho said today. Um, what are the you know, top managers? You know, exactly. I, I totally agree with that. I, as I say, I understand why everyone's excited. I understand why the club have gone down that route. Um, you know, th- there's a lot to be commended in the decision to do it. It's just not personally for me. That's all. Well, I think we we all agree that if we all made the decision, Pochettino would still be in the job. Are we all in agreement with that? I think we would have given him a bit more time, Chris. I think that's definitely the best. 100% for me. 100% for me. Sorry to cut you off. 100% for me. Well, I think in the last couple of weeks, I was the one that had said, I think time had run out for me. I think, you know, when you'd lost 7-2 to Bayern, you had to have a response. And Brighton, Watford, Everton, Sheffield United was not the response that we needed. Didn't I? A couple of weeks ago on the last ball that I think the time was up. But that doesn't mean to say I'd have given the job to Mourinho. But who would you have appointed? Honestly, don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd have been quite happy to have taken Tuckle or someone like that. But then they may well have said, you've got to wait till the end of the season. I, I, you know, I mean, in my mind, I suppose, as sad as it was with Poch, I hadn't really thought about who the next manager would be. And I certainly hadn't considered it being Mourinho. I mean, even if I was a Mourinho fan, I would never mm. have thought Tottenham would go out and get Mourinho for for the obvious reasons, that of the money reasons and things like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm staggered we've got him uh, in place. And, and I, you know, as I say, even if I was a massive Mourinho fan, I would never believe Tottenham would go and get him. So, in fairness to Daniel Levy, he's got a... And I'll agree, he's a world-class manager. He's one of the top three or four managers in the world. And that's it's a, a credit to Daniel Levy that he's gone out and done that. It's just not, like I keep saying, it's just not personally for me. Well, um, Rick and uh, Rick, sorry, just just to quickly on, on that, you, you brought um, Chris, you brought up Pochettino again, and, and you can't count some of the players and whatever. What one of the things that I've seen, you know, with the messages, you know, Kane's come out today, Son's come out, Delhi and Toby and Ben and uh, Harry Winks yesterday come out and sort of, you know, uh, thanks Gaffer for all, you know, all these lovely messages. But but one thing that that, that kind of got me a little bit was you, you're not only my manager, you're my friend, and and. Basically, everybody, all of them said that, yeah? You know, the Winkses and the Canes and the Sons. And that, although that's nice, and although that's Potocino's way, I actually think that's his downfall. You know, running running massive teams in my, in my in, you know, as you guys have as well, running big teams of people in business, you can't always be somebody's friend. You might want to be. You might want to go out and, the, you know, the drink piss-ups and whatever it might be. But as a leader, you can't always, beca- you can't always befriend them. And, and I think at some stage this year that line got blurred between are you my manager or are you my friend? And regardless if it might have been a subliminal message or not, the reality is they stopped responding. And Jason made the point yesterday, I think, on the pod that we did, emergency pod, you know, has Kane, you know, is Kane stopped responding to Poch or some of them sorts of players? And I actually think he probably didn't mean to, but maybe he had, because actually... Potticino, he looks at him in as his friend and not just his manager. I completely agree, Lee. And uh, Jose Mourinho, um, he demands respect from his players and he demands respect. It's a, it's a word he uses a lot, respect. And he, and he gives respect to his players and he demands the respect uh, as him as a leader. And I, and I completely agree with you. I think that Pochettino sometimes was too nice. Um, you saw that a lot where he was too nice and where we needed to be... Uh, ruthless in, in in getting over the line and I think that the, the Mourinho does have that winning capability of getting us over that line and getting the trophy so as much as I was very very upset yesterday I, I I've, I've I, it's it's kind of sunk in today and and you think well you've got one of the the best managers in the world right now and if if Jose Mourinho can't win us a trophy then who can that's true. We can't go for any more. This is the man to do it. Actually, can I can I just add, as if I was a footballer at Tottenham today, I would be hugely excited. So I yeah. I'd have massive respect for him coming in because yeah. footballers aren't okay, there might be one or two there, but in general they're not supporters of the club they're playing for. They're employees and they want the very best from their job. And yeah. and I'm sure when they see him walk through the door, particularly when they've heard all the jibes of You've won nothing, you've won nothing, you've won nothing. And they've 
I think they lost a little bit of belief after that Champions League. They thought, you know what, it's probably never going to happen. I would imagine they're, they're training and everything about them today is, well, times are changing. And so and from that point of view, I think it's a brilliant appointment. As If I was a player there today, I'd be dancing for joy with it. That's what, that's what I'm wondering. Rick, you asked a question earlier about Christian Eriksen and Chris, you said, no, I think he'd go. But, you know, that new challenge, is, is this now that new challenge? Yeah, same club, but, but, but different hierarchy, different manager. And like you say, Jace, if, if Jose Mourinho's walked in there today and Christian Eriksen's looked up and gone, I want to win something. Oh, hang on a minute. There's Jose Mourinho. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe that does it. I mean, is, if Jose Mourinho gets Christian Eriksen to sign a new deal, I mean, is he starting to become a genius himself already? I mean, look, well, I'm just throwing it out there, but wow. I mean, Well, particularly maybe if the clubs that Eriksen wants to go to aren't interested in him. For, well, we know that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Exactly. So, you know, there's there's lots to, to speculate about. It's, look, one thing I, I'll just sum up. I know, you, I know you need to get off it, but I'll just sum up from my perspective is this is how I'm feeling. I've got my pros and I've got my cons. I want Poch. He's gone. If there's any manager that I'd want in, in the hot seat who, who is, is a proven track record, um, yeah, it would be Jose, but I, our philosophy will go. As long as all of us Spurs fans know that in two years' time, we are going to be in a situation where he's having a fight with Levy and the board ain't giving him the money, and because that's happening, right? But it is going to be a crazy, crazy train. So let's get on the train, let's go crazy, and let's have a bloody good time. Because in two years' time, it's going to be done. But... Let's have a let's have fun, mate. Let's let's go with it. As I say to my kids every morning, have fun, girls. So let's go, boys. Let's go and have some fun. Guys and girls, we're gonna have some fun. Get on the crazy train, Lee. Thank you so much. Love sport coming your way Thursday. Cheers, what a show we got coming, Lee. Oh, mate, absolutely, absolutely outstanding. Again, uh, unprecedented. The six of us are in the studio uh, tomorrow in in shifts. I think it is, isn't it, Rick, uh, on the Love Sport Radio Show tomorrow. Yeah, the whole squad is, well, the majority of the squad is coming down, so it will be one of those shows to remember. We've been there, we've done it, we're going to happen again. Jace, we're going to see you tomorrow. You can cheer up a little bit for us, Jace. Yeah, you know, I don't want to be Savar, I don't want to be Hasper, I don't want to be the, the Tottenham version of Claude, Mr. Angry and Mr. Moni and Mr. Negative <laughs> and things, but... The Tottenham version. You might have to do a bit more squad rotation of me for the first few weeks, mate. That's all. Blimey. I mean, you get to that point, Jason. I get to ask you the first question. You go, it's time to go! <laughs> <laughs> mate, I've already screamed that eight times today. Oh, worry. my Lord. Chris, thank you so much. You're also joining us in Love Sport. A busy night for us tomorrow night. A busy week it's been for us, hasn't it, really, here? For you as well. I'll tell you what, the last 24 hours has seemed like a month. <laughs> 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 oh mate it's just still it's still um, it's surreal I still can't believe we've got Jose Mourinho as our manager crazy can I Mental. say that West Ham away was Maurizio Pochettino's first competitive game for Tottenham and Eric we won Dyer, one wasn't it? Eric so, scored in the 93rd minute didn't he let's hope it's the same I'll take a 1-0 as long as we get the three points we haven't won away in the Premier League for 10 months so Jose Mourinho do your stuff there is that to it you know a win on Saturday a win will make us feel good because it's been so long since an away win. In fact, it's been so long since a Premier League win. And then you look at the table this morning and you think 14th and you think a win at West Ham, Saturday lunchtime, and all by it for a few hours, but we'll jump from 14th to at least 6th and, and or even 5th. And that makes a hell of a lot of difference psychologically to look at that table on Saturday lunchtime and see Tottenham Hotspur 5th or 6th rather than, than 14th or 15th. You, so you might want to get that win for sure, Rick. You probably cut this bit out because I'm going for one of my no, go for it. ones. Go on. but, but here we go, here we go, guys and girls and listeners. Right here we are. Lee, are we one... finishing above Liverpool this year? <laughs> I don't know about that. What's that next ten games? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. We are getting three points on Saturday. I mean, it is absolutely a done deal. Shut that door. There's no point in even betting on it. We are getting three points. One hundred percent. On, uh, on Saturday. I cannot see any other result. Them players, to go back to what you guys said before about Jose Mourinho walking through the door, them players are going to be, play they're playing for their careers, they're playing for their lives, they're buzzing for it and they've got a world-class manager looking at them going, you want to be on my team? You better perform and West Ham are going to get battered. You heard that here first. Wow. Well, we've got a battered, massive show. Battered but 1-0. 
Yeah, yeah, one nil part of the bus. One nil. Guys, we've got a massive show coming your way on Love Sport. Thank you so much for all your support. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Keep the faith. And leading us out is Jose Mourinho's first ever interview as Tottenham Hotspurs head coach. It's going to be fun. It's our time. Come on, you Spurs. I couldn't be happier. And if I was not as happy as I am, I wouldn't be here. What can I promise? Passion for my job, but also passion for my club. It's a privilege when a manager goes to a club and, uh, and feels you know, that happiness in relation to the squad that he's going to have. These are not words of the moment. They are not words of me being the Tottenham head coach. These are words that I, I told and I repeated in the last three, four or five years, even as an, as an opponent. To play uh, against Tottenham at White Hart Lane was always hard but beautiful. It's one of these places where I used to go with passion but also with this, with this respect. I always told about the club potential, I always told about the qualities of the players, I always told the magnificent work the club was doing. I really like this squad and looking to, to the young players, um, there is not one manager in the world that doesn't like to play young players and to help young players to develop. There is not one. The problem is that sometimes you get into clubs where the work that is below you is not good enough to produce these players. So I look to our history and, uh, and you see that um, the academy is always giving the talents that the first team needs. And of course, I look also forward to, to work with that, with that profile. When you say beautiful stadium, you are too humble. You have to say the best stadium in the world. I think it's a reality. Training ground is second to none. Probably can be only compared with some American football training grounds. You cannot compare with, with European football at any level and I've been in the majority of the best places. Uh, impossible to compare the same as the stadium. I think it's something that has to make, all, to make us all very, very proud. But not just that. It's just the conditions you have to, to, to work are absolutely amazing. In relation to the Premier League, I think um, we know where we are and we know that we don't belong there. We should just play match after match. The next match we want to win and that's the same about the next and the next and the next until the last end of season we will see where uh, where we are but i know that we are going to be in a different position than we are now i look forward for the challenge for the responsibility to bring happiness to everyone that loves the club Podcast Network.